Moments of Encounter is a weekly live broadcast brought to you by Calvary Revival Labels through God's servant Chidebele Odeze. The teachings are focused on building the church and raising men that will do exploits in this end time. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website www.calvaryonline.org or our Facebook and Telegram pages at Calvary Revival Labels. May you have a life-changing encounter as you listen. For me, he gave his life. Lord Jesus, one thing I plead with you tonight is that you will unveil unto us the substance of your love. All that our eyes will open. So see the reality, the ultimate reality behind your love. That will be enough. For the transformation that you have been longing to see in our lives. Because it will happen automatically. Holy Ghost, the spirit of love, come and shed it once again abroad in our hearts. Let there be clarity tonight. Let there be revelation tonight. Let there be understanding tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. Be seated. Be seated. Tonight is special. And I would like you to pay a serious attention for what God is about to reveal. It's very weighty. Don't let anything distract you. As we look into the substance of divine love. What is the meaning of the word substance? Mariam Webster Dictionary defined substance in three major ways. Number one, he said, substance is an essential nature. Or a fundamental quality of something. Number two, he said it is the ultimate reality that underlies all outward manifestations and change around something. And then number three, physical material from which something is made. 
if you will go back to First Corinthians 13, where we uh, we read last week, when we are looking at the supremacy of God's love, verse four to verse eight listed the characteristics of divine love, and I want us to read that. I will read from amplified version of the Bible. First Corinthians 13, four to eight. Love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy. Is not boastful or vainglorious. Does not display itself hotly. It is not conceited, arrogant, and inflicted with pride. It is not rude or mannerly and does not act unbecomingly love that's god's love in us does not insist on its own rights or its own way for it is not self-seeking it is not touchy or fretful or resentful it takes no account of the evil done to it pays no attention to a suffer drunk it does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness but rejoices when truth when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes, is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are faithless under all circumstances and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. We are not just talking about the characteristics of divine love as we have read from this passage when we are talking about the substance of divine love. According to that definition, it is the substance of something that gives rise to its characteristics. The ultimate reality that underlies all manifestations and change. All things, all the properties, all the characteristics that you are seeing outward is as a result of the substance of which the thing is made. So when we read that God's love or divine love is patient, there is something that makes it patient. There is something that makes it kind. There is something that makes it that it is not easily provoked. There is something that makes it to bear all things, hopes all things, and so on and so forth. That's what we are looking at tonight. The characteristics are powerful. We can spend a whole day studying them one after the other. The patience of love, the kindness of love, and so on and so forth. But we are going beyond that tonight to look at what is it that is in divine love that makes it not to be envious. Are you getting that? Now, if you read Passion's translation on Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and twenty. 
3 talking about the fruit of the Holy Spirit you will discover that it also mentions it also mentions the various expression of love or characteristics of love which is in line with what 1st Corinthians 13 4 to uh, 8 listed Passion Translation said but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions Colo. divine love is the single fruit produced by the Holy Spirit in us But the expressions of that divine love is now, number one, joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit. Now, I want us to uh, take note of something before we move away from the two passages. The truth is this. A common experience that we have as believers on the characteristics of divine love is that sometimes you see yourself patient but not kind. Eh? Sometimes you see yourself manifesting joy but you notice that there is no self-control. Does it happen? If it is divine love that is actually coming out, every of its characteristics must show forth. The same love that is kind is the same love that is special. So if, if you are kind and that kindness is coming from love, then patience must follow too. Love is humble. That's why I say it's not puffed off. If you are not humble, but you are, you are not envious, shake that thing. It may not be divine love. And that's where many of the things we are calling divine love is coming under question mark. Because divine love has characteristics. And you cannot say, I have one and I don't have the other. Everything must be complete because it's a fruit. Amen. Now, I want you to see again, look at Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. Jesus was teaching the disciples about divine love. Verse 27, he said, But I say unto you which hear, take note of that. What he's about to say is not everybody that hears it. I am talking to you that can hear me. Love your enemies. Do good to them which hate you. 
bless them that curse you and pray for them which despitefully use you. These are what divine love does. It is impossible for human love to love an enemy. So one character of divine love is that it loves the unlovable. It loves the enemy. Somebody is against you. Somebody is gossiping with your name. Somebody is, you know, persecuting you. Somebody is fighting against your promotion and whatever. And you are to love that person. There is no natural man that can do that. That's why it's only divine love that can express itself this way. Do good to those who hate you. There is no unbeliever that can do that. One character of divine love is that he does good, goodness, not just to some people. Are you getting that? Because human love will select the people to do good to. Every human being does good, but to some people and to some extent. But divine love is what can do good even to those that hate you. He has no boundary for goodness and for kindness. Bless them that curse you. Think about it. As somebody is cursing you, your own response is blessing. And evil adage says that mouth does not go to another mouth house and come back empty-handed. That is to say, if anybody says anything that is bad to you, you must respond back with a bad thing. But look at Jesus telling us what divine love does. It blesses when he receives a curse. And then he said again, pray for them which despitefully use you. It's very easy for you to intercede for people that are doing good to you. Very easy. Anybody can do that. Just give a gift to anybody anywhere. Whether your relation or anybody, just do something good for that person. You see the person blessing you, praying for you, saying, my daughter, it shall be well with you. My son, I pray for you. You are going to succeed. Why is he praying for you? Because you are good to the person. But Jesus said, no. Don't just pray for people because they are good to you. Pray for those that despitefully use you and persecute you. Pray for them. Don't pray against them. Only divine love can do this. The character of divine love is an intercession for the enemy. An intercession for the, the man that is against you. Praying for, not against. That's the character of divine love. But we are going beyond character tonight. That's why I'm not dwelling on these things. Because we are going to what is it in divine love that gave it the capacity to love an enemy? That's the substance. Verse 29. And unto him that smited thee on one cheek, offer also the other. And him that taketh away the cloak, forbid not to take thy coat also. It's unusual. It's only divine love that can display such meekness. Somebody is, you know, smiting you on the, um, 
right cheek you are turning the other one that kind of meekness cannot come out from you if you don't have divine love for the person that is mighty you give to every man that acts of you and of him that taketh away thy goods ask them not again divine love gives and even the one that want to take by violence don't ask for it again maybe when you ask you may recover it but don't there is a reason that when you have that settled in your heart you can do this kind of thing without being troubled that's the substance verse 31 and as you would that men should do to you do also to them likewise for if you love them which love you what thank have you for sinners also love those who love them sinners that's human love if you love me I will love you if you attend my wedding I will attend your wedding if you attend my wedding and give me 2,000 naira as a gift when I will attend your own how much will I give you please 2,000 naira if you didn't come with any gift wait for me that day woman love verse 33 said and if you do good to them which do good to you what thank have you for sinners also do even the same the sinners there's no, there's no difference say you are born again you are a child of God and the only people you are doing good to are those that are doing good to you say sinners do the same you have no reason to say you are born again you are a disciple when what you are doing sinners can do what is the difference divine love is not there because if it is there it will go beyond doing good to those that do good to you doing to doing good to those that do bad to you that's four and if you lend to them of whom you hope to receive what thank have you for sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again verse 35 but love you your enemies and do good and lend hoping for nothing again and your reward shall be great and you shall be the children of the highest for his kind unto the unthankful and to the evil I underlined it in my bible he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil when I am doing good to you let's say I bought you a dress very fine there is something inside of me that is waiting for thank you so when you collect it from me I'll be watching to see at which point you say thank you sometimes I'll be watching to see how you say the thank you if you didn't say it well the way I expect to some people it is a matter eh? See, I don't understand what happened when I just I, I, I called him or called her and the way he was responding did he say anything bad to you? no it's just that he did not respond the way you are expecting then next time let him let me see how I will call him again 
Are you getting that? He did not respond the, respond the way I expected. He will not get my call again. Eh? He did not appreciate. He did not thank me for what I did. And he wants me to do again. That will be the last thing he is going to receive from me. But look at your heavenly father. The author of divine law. He is kind to the unthankful. Unthankful. And to the evil. Those who are evil. He will do good to them. And they will not thank him. He will do another good to them. That's why they, they will give birth eh, to the first child. I'm talking about an atheist. Who made him to uh, uh, her to conceive? Who made her to conceive? God. He didn't go for thanksgiving. He didn't even in fact he didn't even say that there is God. He will give that same person the second conception, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Yet he has not even acknowledged him, not even talking of thanking. And the very thing that he commanded, do not do. That's what he's doing. I said, there's no God. Yet he's still kind. He is kind to the evil and to the unthankful. Divine love. When we say love is kind, it's very easy to be kind to those who are kind to you. When we say love is kind, we are not talking about being kind to people that are kind to you. We are talking about being kind to the unthankful and to the evil. That's what 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 4 is talking. Not the one you are showing now. You are showing kindness to those that are kind to you or those that you hope to receive kindness from tomorrow. He said, do not lend only to those that you you hope to receive from. Lending is not only a money. You can be lending some kind of goodness around somebody because you are hoping that tomorrow the person will do what? We reciprocate. Verse 36 Be ye therefore merciful as your father also is merciful. 37 Judge not and you shall not be judged. Divine love does not judge, does not criticize. It, is, it does not criticize anybody. It's a character. Condemn not and you shall not be condemned. Divine love does not condemn. Forgive and you shall be forgiven. Divine love forgives. These are character, characters of divine love. 38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and so on. Now listen, you know, it may be reasonable for somebody to say, the reason why I should judge not is so that I will not be judged. The reason why I will condemn not is so that I will not be condemned. The reason why I should forgive is so that I will be forgiven. The reason why I will give is so that I will get back. But listen, those things are not the substance. It is only the substance that can make you to judge not. How many of us are still judging? Even when you know that you will be judged. 
Are, are you getting me? We know that we will judge. We will be judged. Yes, we are still judging. Some of us don't even know when you start judging until you finish the judging. Sometimes you see somebody that is not dressed the way you think that the person should dress. In your heart, you have already condemned the person. In fact, some of us, if you are on evangelism, you will not preach to that person. By not doing that, you have condemned that person in your heart. To you, to you this person is, is not meant for salvation anymore. He's condemned. I'm sure that if we are the one that they brought the woman that was caught in adultery, eh? to us, if we are to be Jesus, I'm sure that some of us say, ah, why do you need to stress yourself bringing her to me? You should have stoned her now. We have been warning them to keep, keep the commandment of God. This one that was caught, you are even thinking of what to do. Kill her and let her face the full consequence of the law. That's not the reason why you will, you will manifest these characters. No! There is a substance. And that's what I'm trusting God that he will unveil tonight unto us. Because the moment we get into that realm, it's difficult to leave. Tonight is not an ordinary night. John 3, 16, what did he say? Very popular. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Verse 17. For God did not send his son to the world, that he will condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. The character of divine love is that he gives his life. He gives his life. God gave his only begotten son. And you see, I want us to take note because even when first John 3.16 was defining divine love, you need to read that verse again. Look at first John 3.16. Very beautiful definition of divine love. What did he say? Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. I would like to read that from uh, Passion Translation. 1 John chapter 3 verse 16 This is how we have discovered the reality of love Jesus sacrificed his life for us because of this great love we should be willing to lay down our lives for one another Take note of that verse as I read Chapter 4, verse 7, just down. I want us to establish something before we define the substance of divine love. Verse 7 says, Beloved, let us not let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. 
He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Now look at verse 9. This is how the love of God was manifested towards us. This is how we come to know what love is. Hey, I don't know whether you are following me. Please listen, I want you to take note of something. Before the Holy Ghost came to live in the heart of man, no human being has ever known or experienced divine love. In the Old Testament, even when God was telling them, you shall love the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, he's asking them to use the human love they have to do what? Channel it to him. Let them give him all the love that he has given them as human beings. And the much they can give to anybody is love your neighbor as yourself. Human love can never, never die for another person. That is loving somebody more than yourself. To die for the sake of another person. I don't know whether you're getting me. Because even in the new commandments that Jesus gave the disciples in John 13, that's what he said, a new commandment I give to you, that you should love one another as I have loved you. The new commandment is loving one another as Jesus loved. The old commandment is love your neighbor as yourself. Whatever you cannot do for yourself, don't do for your neighbor. But the new commandment is given because divine love is released to enable man to do that. Divine love is discovered, is perceived, is manifested in this one thing that God sent his only begotten son into the world I'm reading verse 9 that we might live through him now look at verse 10 he said herein is love this is love this is love what is love please in that verse 10 what is love eh? not that we love God but that he loved us and sent his son to be the appropriation for our what? Our sin. I don't know whether your version wrote it, this is love. Eh? Your own says what? Which version is that? New Living Translation says this is real love. Every other thing that is not this is a fake love. Eh? Passion says, this is love. When they say, what is love? What is divine love? See, don't ever say any other thing apart from this. T-H-I-S. This is love. Divine love is defined and explained in this. He loved us long before we loved him. It was his love, not us. He proved it by sending his son to be the pleasing sacrificial offering to take away our sin. You need to understand that it's only divine love that can make you to die for the sake of others. 
for the sake of their salvation. Listen, I want to say something that is very, very, very quick and serious now. What is that? You don't really have divine love if you are not ready to die for the salvation of others. If you are not ready to die for the salvation of others, you don't have divine love. The focus of divine love is on the salvation of man. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but shall have what? Everlasting life. He sent his son into the world not to condemn the world but that the world will be saved through him. The substance, the reality of divine love is the focus of divine love on the salvation of man. When we defined substance from the dictionary, he said it is the ultimate reality eh, that underlies all outward manifestations. And when we read 1 John chapter 3 verse 16, eh, he said, this is how we have discovered love's reality. The reality of love, the substance of love is discovered in this. Jesus sacrificed his life for us. Because of this love, we should be willing to lay down our lives for one another. Why will you die for another person? For the person to buy a car? For the person to build a house? Why? For the person to be saved at last. What makes love to be patient? When an enemy is persecuting you, you are patient. Praying for him is that the focus of that divine love in you is on the salvation of this man. The substance of this love in you is not on the thing that he is doing to you. Something in you is saying, if I will suffer this persecution and keep praying for this man and for God to save him, I choose that. Do you know that when the Bible said love is kind, love bears all things, because God is love, you can also say God bears all things. Do you, are, you, are you getting that? Hopes all things, believes all things. Now when we look at that word, love bears all things, do you know the meaning of that? Just put your name there. Eh? Remove love and put your name. Bears all things. You know, when I look at Jesus, 
the way he managed Judas. Eh? When I look at Jesus, the way he treated Judas, I say, what kind of love is this? Are you aware that even till Judas died, eh? that the disciples, they, don't, they didn't know that he was stealing. The master knew. But he didn't reveal it to them. Eh? When he left on the night to betray him, other disciples thought that he was going to buy something. Because Jesus said, what you are going to do? Do quickly. I know that if it is me and you, the moment he leaves, you will turn to the rest and say to them, can you imagine? After three years, look at what he has gone to do against me. Do you know that Jesus never spoke against Judas? He never spoke against Judas. He knew that he was telling. Yet, he did not take away that work from him. He did not expose him. Love respects. He was targeting his salvation. Even on the night that he was about to betray him, he was giving him opportunity to repent. Why is he doing all of this? He is focusing. The substance of his love is on the salvation of the soul of Judas. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Not so that we will live long life. Not so that we will become the most wealthy person on earth. But so that when I believe, when you believe, you will not perish. But you will have everlasting life. The substance. The reality. That is what is making God to be kind, even to the unthankful. Are you getting that? He is patient with the atheist. Keep prospering him because he is believing, trusting. He believes all things. He hopes all things that this atheist one day will come back to him. I don't know whether you are getting me. Look at the, the story of the prodigal son. When that boy came back, do you remember that the focus of the father is my son was lost before. Now he is found. My son was dead before. Now he is alive. So let us rejoice. Why is it that he did not ask him about the thing he wasted? Ah. The overwhelming joy that the focus of his love has achieved will not allow him to remember what the boy has done. I don't know whether you know that God said that when a sinner repents, he will forgive him and he will remember his sin no more. That is to say, it will be as if he did not sin again. No more. What kind of love forgives like that? Because 
the, 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 the end point, the substance, the reality of that love has been achieved. So what, what else are we quarreling? The younger, the elder brother to the prodigal son came back and was like, what are you people doing? You are rejoicing. This boy wasted your goods. I have not wasted any one of them. The man said, my son, we need to rejoice. It is meet that we should be glad and be merry. Because this your brother is lost before, but love found him. He's alive now. Ah, I wish I knew about the substance of divine love before now. I would have treated that roommate better than I did. Because you know one thing about an unbeliever. Eh? An unbeliever knows that you are a child of God. And sometimes, deliberately, they will come to test you. They will come to test your patience, your kindness. And so he will be doing everything that you don't want. Then the day you will open your mouth wide and shout, he will lock the gate of his heart against whatever you're going to preach called the gospel. Now you have lost the essence, the substance, the reality of divine love towards that young man. If you are holding his salvation as the substance, as you are looking at him, you are praying and saying, God, this is my roommate, this is my, my, my brother, this is my sister, this is my colleague in the office. I want you to save him as you saved me. Do you know that no matter what he do to you, you will not shout at him. You, your love will bear all things. Because you have an aim. That's your sister. And you know that's the problem. Once you react, anytime, not even you is preaching to the person, anytime somebody else is preaching to the person, in his heart, Satan and the flesh will be telling him, Look at, is it not like your roommate? Eh? All of them are the same. They said they are born again. Every time he's using prayer to, to disturb somebody in the house. But look at his character. Look at the, the other day, just small, that I took his, uh, his sugar. So they shout. Is that how a born again behave? That, that, that's meekness. If he has a focus, if the substance on salvation is maintained, then you notice that on that ground love is patient love is kind love is humble love bears all things you see these things flowing out you will see yourself praying for that soul why is it that they were slapping him spitting on him mocking him even though he is God, yet he did not react. Love. The substance of his love was what? 
on their salvation. Ah. He came for that purpose. I want you to see a passage in Matthew chapter 18. Turn your Bibles to Matthew 18 quickly. Then said Matthew 18 10. Take heed that you despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my father, which is in heaven. For the Son of Man is come to save that which was lost. Take heed. He was talking to the disciples. Take heed. That you despise not one of these little ones. Despise them not. Don't treat these little children anyhow. Why? For the Son of Man is come to save that which was lost. So he's also interested in the salvation of children. Because if you read from verse 1 down, he was actually talking so many things about children. Then he began to give a parable in verse 12. He said, How think ye if a man has an hundred sheep and one of them be gone astray, doth he not leave the ninety and nine and goeth into the mountain? And seeketh that which is gone astray. And if so be that he findeth it, verily I say unto you, he rejoiceth more of that sheep than of the ninety and nine which went astray. Even so, it is not the will of your Father which is in heaven that one of these little ones should, be, should perish. It is not the will of God that even a child, some of us don't know that children can go to hell. Eh? Look at it. God so loved the world, divine love, that He gave. Maybe I should say again, for your for your better understanding, that before Christ came, there is no divine love on the earth. Even the man David, that looked as if he manifested something close to that. You remember that there was one uh, Shimei. That was casting throne and all of that, and he he, he, did, he did a TV. He was showing love, but when he was about to die, what did he do? To show you that this is still human love. He said to his son, "Make sure that you deal with that man." I just left him so that people will call me a good person. Eh? We are not talking about. Love that is emanating from you. That's not the love of God. We are talking about the love of God. The goal of human love may be to get something from this person. Eh? If I'm to love you now, maybe I would have checked your life and noticed that, hey, this person is handsome. This person is intelligent. This person is my uh, half cousin and so on. One reason or the other. We provoke love, human love, towards you. But if I am to love you with the love of God, as I'm looking at you as an unbeliever, 
I'm looking at you with the substance, the salvation of your soul. That will be at the center of my heart. In all my dealings with you, I will be praying for it because it is the focus. I hope you know the meaning of the word focus. Eh? Focus means the center of activity. The center of attention. The center of interest. Look at it. God, okay, let's look at Jesus. You know, he, he did miracles for people. He gave them bread. He gave them uh, uh, healings and all of that. But when he is to talk, you will hear him say, For the Son of Man came into this world. To do what? To give bread. To save sinners. In the house of Zacchaeus. They were murmuring about Zacchaeus. They say he has gone to be a guest with a man that is a sinner. He said, ah, people don't know anything. Today, salvation has come to this house. Because the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which is lost. That's the focus. That's the substance. That's the reality. That's the foundation of God's love that he came to manifest on the earth. So any human being is looking at, even when he was a carpenter in the shop, as he was dealing with people, he was looking at them with that eye. Eye of salvation. Substance of salvation. Hey! This brother offended me. He did to me what is so bad. I find it difficult to forgive. Look at the next verse, verse 15. Look at the next verse. Moreover, if your brother shall trespass against thee, your brother trespassing against you, sinning against you, what he did against you was so bad. Go and tell him his, his fault between you and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. Did you see the word gained? So what what state was your brother before that time? Your brother is lost. By sinning against you, he has lost his salvation. You need to gain him back. The reason why you are meeting your brother is so that he will say to, he say to you, sorry, I have offended you. Then all the anger in your heart, the moment he hears sorry, we now do and you now say, hey, now you have done like a human being. I have forgiven you based on that. That's not the reason why you are meeting your brother. Because he has told us if your brother sinned 70 times, 7 times in a day against you, you must forgive him. Without, whether he apologize or not. The focus, why you, 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 you are forgiving your brother and you even go to restore him back is so that he will not be lost. Ha! Oh, that we will have the salvation of the brethren in our heart. Eh? Envy will not arise. He is performing more than you and you are envious because you are not looking at his salvation. The substance of your love towards this brother is not his salvation. 
is something else. He said, if he refuses to hear you, he's still lost. Take one person. Two of you should go. And when you go, watch to see whether he will repent. Because his repentance is going to be his restoration. He needs to be recovered, gained back into the fellowship of the father and of the brethren. I say, if he refuses to hear two of you, you have to do something else. You have to tell the church. Not so that you will castigate him, but so that the church can help call him and see how they can lovely restore him back. These are the extents you must go for a brother that offended you to be restored, to be gained. You see what, what is causing problem among brethren? Eh? This person, did you see what he did against me? Did you see how she used my name to gossip? Did you see what she was doing the other time? Now, as you are looking at these things, and they are problem to your heart, if you will love this sister, this brother with the love of God, your focus will be on his salvation, on her salvation. And you will bear all things. The capacity to, to bear all things, to endure all things, will be upon your life when you are looking at the salvation of the person. Now I'm beginning to understand why people like Stephen was able to endure being stoned to death. Now I'm beginning to understand why Brother Paul will tell you five times I was beaten with rod. Five times uncountable times I was beaten. That nine strokes. I have been in prison uncountable times. Some of us, you know, you cannot. Paul is like a man that endures all. You know why? Divine law. What is the focus of his divine law? Salvation of every man. Listen, 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 listen. Please get it clear now. I don't know whether you are going to get it if you don't get it now. Get it now. I want to illustrate. Sister Bob. This is a human being. Procom. This is God. Assuming that this is God. Eh? Please listen. Follow me now. This human being was born, created with human love. This is God. This God has God's love, divine love. Human love is not God's love. The substance of human love is one condition or the other. Eh? Maybe you are fair and you see one sister that is dark or black. Something in you will just like that person. Or you saw a rich brother and suddenly you will fall in love. That's human love. The substance is one thing or the other. The substance of human love is not one thing. There are many of them depending on the, the particular person. This is God. His love is quite different. 
the divine love that is patient, kind, bears all things, hopes all things, and love enemy, forgive, will not judge, will not condemn, is here, not here. At the point of salvation, this God's love, divine love, enters into this life. The entrance of God's love into this life did not change the substance, which is the salvation of man. Do you understand? The substance of this love, when he is still in God, is to save man. And that was why he gave his life for it. When the same love moves away from God, let me use the way, and get into this human being, the same substance, the same focus, the same reality of that love is the what? On salvation of every man. So if this sister that is a human being will be able to love everybody around her with the love of God, what shall be the substance of that love flowing to people? Salvation of their souls. Whether believer or unbeliever. If anything will make you to lose opportunity of preaching to your father or your mother or your uncle or your sister, you will avoid it because you are aiming at their salvation. You know, sometimes the problem between you and those that greet you is after all, does he give me food? Eh? I was greeting him the other day. He carried his face and threw him into the wilderness. I know he is not making any call. It's just because he doesn't want to listen to me. And you say to yourself, does he give me food? If I don't greet you and you don't greet me, what would that take away from me? You are not looking at that person with the eye of salvation. If you are looking, the Bible says, why we are yet enemies? God demonstrated his love towards us. God showed us what his love is towards us. That why we are yet sinners, enemies, Christ died for us. Because he was looking for our salvation. You can go back. He was looking for our salvation. If you must love people with God's love and it's not this kind of patience. Love is patience. It's not this kind of patience that has limits. Eh? As a person is doing something against you, you are enduring. The person is speaking against you, you are enduring. And then at a time you notice that you cannot endure again. Ah. When you keep looking at that Your sister's salvation Your patience will never end Until she is saved I'm beginning to understand something That many of us are holding our Relations salvation When God was opening my eyes to this I began to ask myself When last did you call that your cousin brother To care for him Look at what God does he will be caring for you. Sometimes some believers will be 
telling you that I don't know why God is answering my prayer. Despite all my sins, I still prayed the answer. Have you heard that kind of thing from unbelievers? Is still caring for them? Ah, we have gotten it wrong. Those our relations, our aunties, our brothers, our sisters that are supposed to be in Christ by now, if we are pursuing their salvation, if we are focusing our relationship on their salvation, you know there are things you will not do to hurt people because you know that when you hurt them, you will not be able to preach to them again. And even if you preach to them, as long as you have hurt them, that your preaching may not be effective. So because of that, you keep on caring, you keep on extending hand of kindness, being good to them. No wonder God is good to the unthankful. No wonder God is kind to the able. Because, think about it. If an evil man, you know sometimes, it is when our eyes is open to God's love, that we now see ah how much God has been enduring. You know it happens. Say, hey, with all these my sins, God has kept me alive. With all these my sins, God preserved my life from accident. With all these my sins, He wants to use divine love to gain you back. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, the ultimate, the substance. Eh? The reality. But he was providing food. He was bringing healing and health. He was doing miracles, prospering people. It's a pity that many people, as ministers in the ministry, they don't even understand the substance of divine love. Eh? That's why. When you look at a pastor getting angry with his church members because to him they are not cooperating the way he wants. You know what happens? Very angry with them because they are not you know, doing things the way he wants. There is a missing element there. If the substance of divine love is in that pastor and he's looking at the solution of this thing, you will notice that no matter what they do, eh, even if they, 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 they castigate you, the following morning you will be in their house because you want to gain them. Your focus is on their salvation. Our attitude will forever change. Our, our love will become God's own love. If we understand the substance and align ourselves with the substance, I'll be asking you to take time to pray tonight because if you're expecting long message, we're not, we not preaching long today. If you can only pray and say, God, open my eyes to see the substance of divine love, then your eye will change. Ah, you see, the more I talk about this, the more I, uh, as I remember the past, as I remember the way I have dealt with some people, 
I say, oh no, 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 no. I don't know the substance. Eh? Now I'm understanding the reason why you will endure with somebody. Somebody that is, is misbehaving. You will be patient. You will misbehave. You will still be patient. Now I'm understanding. Because you are targeting his what? Salvation. The characters of divine love can only become a reality in my life, in your life, if the substance is established. I repeat, divine love has no two substance or substances. If there is anything like that, it's only one. That's how we know love. That's how we know love. I will not judge you. I will not criticize that man of God. Even though it seems as if the man of God is missing it. But instead of me to criticize that man of God, I will start interceding for him. Why? Because I'm looking at him with the eye of salvation. I want this man to be saved. Even though he's hearing and teaching and doing many things that is wrong. Oh no, I need to show him God's love. Instead of talking against him, I will start praying for him. You know, as I said it, we said, we said it at the beginning. We said, when Jesus said, judge so that you will not be judged. We said, many of us know that we will, be, we, will not, we will be judged when we judge. Yet, we are saying what? We are saying judge. He doesn't stop it. People know that there is hellfire. Yes, they are, they are living in sin. That's what human capacity can uh, where it can end eh? does it not happen you know that love is not easily provoked but what happened last week <laughs> you know it's, it's obvious you just notice that you are you became easily provoked because you have missed the substance of divine love Divine love is looking at this person that is provoking me. You need to be saved. You know, I'm understanding why if they arrest me now and they say I, you are going to die for the sake of the gospel, I'm understanding the reason why I will submit myself to be killed. You know why? If I, at that point, say I don't believe in Christ again, what will happen to the salvation of some people? That has followed me. Eh? Because I'm interested in their salvation. Because my death, my persecution, no wonder Paul was enduring. I will remain there so that they will be saved. That particular substance will be giving me strength. Whatever they are doing will not be touching me. Because I have salvation of these people at the base of my heart. Is a substance, is a reality. Now I'm seeing the reason why I, you will go into full time ministry, serving God with all your life, all your time. You know, some of us, when you hear that somebody has gone into full time ministry, you start pitying that person. Say the truth at the background of your heart. But if the person tells you that I got a job with Shell, 500,000 naira per month, you say, Hey, hallelujah. 
you are very happy. You are praising God. You are dancing. But you didn't dance. When the brother said that, the Lord has called me as a missionary to Congo. You didn't dance. In your, in your heart, you begin to pity that person. And then as you are pitying the person, you tell the person, I hope you heard well. Why didn't you ask the person that got job in church? I hope you, it is the will of God. You started dancing immediately. You know, we, we have many problems. So many of them. And I pray that God will help us tonight in the name of Jesus. You know, I want us to really pray. As far as I'm concerned, my own prayer will not end here. This is a foundational matter. It's an overhaul. God needs to do an overhauling work in, in me, in us. And establish this substance. So that any time I look at any woman being anywhere, Fulani Hesmen, Haram, I will be looking at them with the eye of love. You are, you are posted to do your service in um, what's that state again? Bonus state. Say, hey, redeploy. Why are you deploying? Because you don't want to die, isn't it? But divine love is the love that dies. For what? For the salvation of man. That's divine love. Somebody was saying that, and I was like, is it not human beings that are living there? A whole state. Wouldn't they have somebody to preach the gospel to them? No pastor, no nothing again. And human beings are living there. You know, it's now I'm understanding of it. I have some understanding. A man of God that is that said he's a missionary to Stambisa Forest. So that's his mission field. They go there to preach the gospel to Boko Haram people. What is it that is driving such a person? Eh? I need no other argument. It is enough that Jesus died for me. That's love. That's the love. He said, we ought to die for one another. I don't know whether you saw when we read it. You know, these are the scriptures we just read. Let us read. We read. Have we finished reading? Yes. That he died for us. We also, also have to do what? Die for another person. We are finished reading. That's all. The substance of divine law is to look at every man with the eye of salvation. You know, sometimes... People say they love you, but when they see you, the first thing they are looking at is your body. They say, hey, nah, eh. It's like you are doing fasting too much. You. Eh? you need to at least they will start looking at you, telling you, I'm talking about believers. Eh? They are not caring about your soul. Hey, you're you are good, you are looking good. What is the person seeing? That is making me to say that you are looking good. The person you are telling that is looking good has not done his quiet time well for the past two weeks. Well, I noticed something. God will show love to the body. Care for the body. But that's not the substance. The substance is the salvation of the soul.
what we will do. Divine love. Show love to your parents, your brothers and sisters. Show love. Care for their body. Care for their needs. But the substance, what will keep you doing that, even when they are abusing you, even when they are unthankful, what will keep you doing that is because what you are doing is founded on the salvation of their soul. Not on their thanksgiving or appreciation. I think you have gotten what I'm talking about. If you have gotten what I'm talking about, let me see your hand up. And that's all. Don't need to start talking about so many other things. Once you have understood this, it is time to cry out to God and say, Lord, since Christ has come to live in me, since I have encountered you and the love of God has been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost, let every human love and the substance die in my body, in my system, in my heart. Let the love of God and his substance become established from today. That's a prayer. That I will see, I will understand, I will come to know, it will become established in my heart that the reason why I should love people, I should do anything to them, both spiritual and physical, and continue to do, bearing all things, forgiving them, not bearing malice, not bearing, you know, any kind of unforgiveness so that they can be saved. I want you to pray. Pray. Once this prayer is answered, your life will change forever. Your love will become limitless. Your love will become an unending. You will see yourself reaching out to your brothers, your sisters, your father, your mother, your cousins, your aunties, your nephews, your colleagues. Showing them love. Caring for them. Weeping with them when they are weeping. Rejoicing with them when they are rejoicing. Attending their weddings and their burials so that you will have opportunity to save their souls. As we go. Ah. Oh, Jesus. I'm seeing the reason now why I should do some certain things. I'm seeing the reason why I should do some certain things. How can you be quarreling with your your brother, your sister, your husband, your wife, when you have their salvation at heart? No, 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 no. There's no divine love there. No matter what the person did, did against you, because you want the person to be saved. This is not your love, it's God's love. Allow that God's love to come out. Allow that God's love to bear all things. To bear all maltreatment. To endure all persecutions. Allow it. Ah, Bendale bosondola bashanda la basanda 
I need no other argument. I need no other plea. It is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. Love does not rejoice at wrong. He rejoices in the right when truth prevails. Oh my God. Do a fundamental work in my heart tonight. This matter is so foundational, so fundamental. It's a substance. It is the substance of divine love that produces the character of divine love. It is the substance of divine love that bears the arm of divine love. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. My faith has found a resting place God in the vice of
to walk in the light of this truth. This revelation will not just end here. I will walk in the light of it. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. God bless you. Hallelujah. We trust that you are blessed this evening. Thank you for listening. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or testimonies, you are free to send us an email to CalvaryWayRevivalLabels at gmail.com. CalvaryWayRevivalLabels at gmail.com. You can also uh, go to our website, www.calvarywayonline.org to get other messages and even this message and others that will bless your life so much. And you can also follow us on our Facebook and Telegram pages, Calvary Way Revival Labels. We'll be back same time next week on the same channel. Until then, we pray that you will put into practice, you will preserve in your heart that which God has taught you and you will pray about it and it will become not just a program that has been held but to become a reality in our lives in the name of Jesus. May the Lord Almighty preserve and keep you in these evil days. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.